0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages. Hi, I'm John Sitton. Hello, I'm Rob Perez. Christian Carambeau. Welcome to your Football and fix. Pitch talk. Pitch talk. Pitch talk. We've got football videos on YouTube, blogs, debates and discussion on Facebook and Twitter. Plus we do a podcast and so much more. It's we the people for the people. For our videos, including our interviews and special features, check out youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn Radio and Spreaker with older podcasts on mixcloud.com forward slash pitch talk. Join the football revolution because the pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Join us on social media by searching for pitch talk. Everyone, what's up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA. Well, you already know the name, but it's one of them where I thought I always like to introduce myself but 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 you know what Ah, the World Cup is over the World Cup is over the winners have just been crowned literally and it's one of them where I thought I'd give a few thoughts but you know what it is one of them where it's been a fun World Cup it really has it has been a lot of fun there have been surprises along the way underachievers overachievers which I'll get onto. to um, but I've enjoyed it. I've I've really really enjoyed this World Cup, and it's a case of my first World Cup that I watched was 1998. Cause I got into football just after USA '94, so it's one of them ones where it's like I th- I don't remember enjoying a World Cup this much since '98. I mean, it, it's just one of them where the surprises, the ups and downs. England getting to a semi final surprisingly really overachieving in my view, but. It's one of them where it's been—it's been a great tournament all over, and one of the things that has actually made it a good tournament, I think, is VAR. I think, they, I think VAR has actually been a raging success. It's leveled the playing field in a lot of ways, but—but but, as we said on Pitch Talk podcast back in what January, February of 2018, the one thing hindering VAR is basically referees and the standard of refereeing, and also the incongruities around certain rules. Now, we saw in the final, and by the way, congratulations to France. Take nothing away from them. Croatia did well, but just didn't have enough in the tank. Some say that VAR changed the course of the final. I totally disagree, because yes, the handball was harsh, and it shouldn't have been given as a penalty in my opinion. And if you're going letter of the law, which is a deliberate handball, well, that handball was not deliberate from from the Croatian defender, in my opinion. So it's one of them ones where it's like the referee, he didn't seem sure. And usually when you're a referee and you're not sure, you don't give it. And after a, a while looking at it on VAR, he still didn't look sure. So in theory, I don't know why he gave it. But it's on them. as I said, standard of refereeing, plus inconsistencies and incongruities around rules. When you've got grey areas, as we've said on pitch talk podcasts and videos for years, when you've got when you've got inconsistencies and incongruities and grey areas around rules, you're leaving yourself open, and at the end of the day, you're leaving yourself open to confusion. So it's one. So it's one of them ones where <sighs> I. I said before that VAR will not be as successful as it could and should be until you clear up the handball rule, the offside rule. Until you clear up these, the whole passive active, deliberate, not deliberate. so one of them ones. Until you clear up these and simplify these rules, VAR is never going to be a success. But one thing that did tick me off, during halftime, and this is not the first time I've heard this during the World Cup and before anyway, about VAR, Gary Lineker on the BBC come out and going, oh yeah, VAR was supposed to end controversy. It's like, no, VAR doesn't make the decision. This is why a lot of people get confused. VAR is there to help referees. And if you look at the bigger picture, I said, the standard of refereeing and incongruities and gray areas around certain rules, those are the bigger issues that has actually facilitated the necessity for VAR to be brought in in the first place. If the standard of refereeing was better and there weren't so many gray areas, you might not need VAR. All right, speed of the game comes into it, of the modern game comes into it, yes. But the other two issues I mentioned are the main issues why VAR came in. Not to clear up controversy. Not to clear up controversy. It was to help the referees. And remember, the referees are the ones with the final say. The referees are the ones with the final decision. So that's why I think it was Saudi Arabia, Uruguay. You saw a clearly not deliberate handball given. And it's like, wait, hold on. You could see that was not deliberate. So I don't know why, why the ref's given it. But you've got other decisions as well, like Ronaldo. He should have been sent off in, the fin- in Portugal's final group game. But the referee... And excuse my language, pussied out of a decision and only gave him a yellow. But it was violent conduct. It should have been a red. Gerard Piquet, also in the final group game. Two-footed lunge, nothing. So it's referees who are causing causing the issue, in part, and also the rules. So if you ain't going to enforce rules properly and there's grey areas around rules, you can't expect something that's brought in to help referees to completely eradicate everything. That's why VAR, the success rate before it came in in the FA Cup earlier, earlier this season, was only 986 and not 100%, in my opinion, because you still got referees copping out of decisions and referees not being sure. So we saw it in the World Cup final. Referee was not sure at all, clearly, but he still gave the decision. You're not supposed to give it. And then you've got edicts coming down. From the powers that from the powers that be about well, okay, what's it I think it was Pierre Luigi Colina before the tournament said to referees, "Yeah, if it's a tight offside, keep your flag down. VAR will sort it out." And again, that's always been kind of a fear of mine that VAR would end up as a crutch for certain referees, where instead of taking charge and making correct decisions and learning to make those decisions. They're just gonna use VAR as a crutch and be like, uh, "Yeah, I need to see the video." Just like Craig Pearson in Liverpool v West Brom, where he was going to VAR literally for everything. It's like, dude, it's obvious. You don't need to go to VAR for it, but he still kept doing it. So, but you know what? But you know, what? not gonna stick on VAR. It's been an amazing tournament, England. You know what? Big ups, young team. I personally didn't expect us to get past the last sixteen, so to get to the semi final. And eventually a dead rubber match against against Belgium. The third fourth place playoff. You may as well just get rid of it because it's a that's it, it's a dead rubber match. Imagine at the beginning of a match you're told, Alright, so what are we playing for today? You're playing for third slash fourth spot. Um, okay, whatever. <clears throat> Don't expect me to put in hundred 110%. But it's it, but for me for me, it's been an amazing tournament. There've been surprises, there've been great goals. It has actually been fantastic to be a part of the Russia 2018 World Cup. As a viewer, I mean, I've tried to catch as many games as possible, watch games back as I work late, and it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. There have been surprises. Look at, well, German, Germany going out at the group stage, Argentina flopping catastrophically as well. Again, another a team who have been blessed with so much talent since Mexico '86. But have underachieved since they won that World Cup so much. But they rely on one player. It's like, dude, you've got Aguero, Di Maria. You previously had guys like Zanetti, Crespo, Mascherano, Ortega, Raquel mate, And you're relying on one player at a time. All right, Argentina, doesn't make sense. But for me, they were my picks as flop for potential flop of the tournament. And personally, I'd still say that Argentina were my flops at the tournament because they were dog doo-doo. Literally, but it's one of them was where England, we overachieved with a young squad. I guess the major question with us is now, will this be the dawning of a new era? Is this the new blood? Is there time now? Only time will tell. Yes. But it looked for me, the England team this time round looked like there wasn't that north south divide. There wasn't that whole big time Charlies thing. That has really plagued England teams throughout the years where it's like, yeah, I'm a big shot, you're nothing. And divisions within the team because of that. So for me, that's how Gareth Southgate, I think he cultivated a real team ethic, getting them together as a unit. And that's why England did so well. And also the weight of expectation wasn't there this year. We We weren't expected to go that far. And that said, I only expected us to go to the last 16 and get knocked out. When we went to penalties against Colombia, it was like, oh, God, not this again. Not again. But it's one of them ones. The boys did brilliantly. The boys did brilliantly. And you got you got to say big ups for that. And you know what? It is one of them ones. Spain psh, were in the tournament a little longer than they should have been and then got put out by the host, Russia, who just wanted it more. Russia just wanted it more. You could see it in the shootout. So it's one of them ones. We've seen a lot. Brazil who I thought were overrated from the start of the tournament, when Belgium put them out and the manner in which they did it, it was one then where it was like, well, a little bit of karma for Neymar there. little bit of karma for Neymar. Because that dude loves rolling around. I think he spent, what, some, something like 14 minutes, 53 seconds rolling around, and apparently six minutes of that was against Mexico. It's like, dude, were you playing it? So it's, it's, one, it's one of them ones. I mean, certain teams did impress. I mean, Mexico... Unfortunately, it couldn't get that last 16 thing, that monkey off their back, which is a bit of a shame because quite I like, quite liked watching them play. But it, it's a case of there were so many teams who have done so well. Russia got a lot further than I expected them to as an average side. Croatia kept warning people they may not be great, but they've got a few good players in there. And lo and behold, they, them getting to a final proves it. France, I didn't expect them to win it. Honestly saying, my pick was Germany. I'm not afraid to admit that. Didn't think France would get to that final. But you know what? Big ups to them. Because at, the end of the, because at the end of the day, they peaked at the right time. They were getting better as the tournament went along. Against Australia, they looked poor. But they ground out the victory. And there was a lot of criticism for Deschamps. And it's like, okay, let's just see where it goes first. So it's one of them, ones, man. It's been a really, really memorable tournament. VA, VAR, success. Definite success story. And UEFA, you're missing a trick once again in terms of not bringing it in into the Champions League next season. The parasitic media need to stop trying to blame and bury VAR because that pisses me off no end. It's a like the parasitic media, obviously, they're agenda based. So they're trying to, oh, VAR's the problem. No, it's not. No, it's not. Stop looking short term and look at the bigger picture. I'm begging you. From Gary Lineker to BBC football to ITV football, I'm begging you look at the bigger picture. England, is this a false dawn? I'll come back to that. Is this a false dawn or the dawning of a new era? All depends on whether the good old boy networks leave Gareth Southgate alone and actually put some focus into grassroots football. Actually put some focus there and also some money there. Not $260 broken out over four seasons, because that's a joke, as we've said on PT shows and podcasts on a number of occasions. But we actually take the time to invest. And don't keep calling Cats golden generations before they've won anything. How are you going to be a golden generation and not win anything? That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense to me. So it's one of them ones. But... I, I just see it as if the good old boy networks leave Southgate to do his job, then he'll do all right. I thought he was going to be just a stopgap manager and wasn't going to do that well. He proved me wrong. He proved a number of people wrong. But the fact but the fact is, we've got a long way to go still. We've got a long way to go. But these, uh, these young lions have done well. You know what? I've been straight shooting LJA. Really, really enjoyed the World Cup. Let me know your views in the World Cup. Comment section is below. Like, subscribe, share the love, man. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create. Pitchtalk.blogspot.com or .co.uk will get you to the blogs. Blogs by yours truly, Straight Suit and LJA. The G-man, Jesse Fizzle, my, my co-host and others as well. Here's one of them, man. I've enjoyed the World Cup. The final, the final was a good watch, man. 4-2. Fair in the end, because hey, as Croatia tired, France started picking them off. Hugo Lloris's mistake was hilarious, but they weathered the storm. Mbappe, becoming the youngest scorer in a World Cup final since Pele, smacked it. Mbappe, yeah, if if he don't get young player of the tournament, I'd be very surprised. Paul Pogba as well, stepping up. That's Man United fans must be fuming. Not that I've got any sympathy for Man United fans as a Liverpool supporter, but Man United fans must be fuming to see how Pogba has performed, not only in the final, but also generally alongside N'Golo Kante in the tournament, considering he basically plays because Mourinho is such a defensive manager. I'm not going to get into my views on him because I'm not his fan either, his greatest fan either. But it's one of them ones that where it's like that's what you can get out of Pogba if you play him right so, hey, food for thought for Jose Mourinho. But you know what? I'm looking forward to the 2018-19 season. My boys, Liverpool, are making moves already. I'm sure we'll be doing some more vod- vodcasts and blogs on that as the time passes and August 11th comes closer. But you know what? Here's one of them. Ones. I have been straight shooting LJA. And remember, join us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a fan, become a member of the group. At Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, Sorry, at Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet with us, follow us, see what we are up to. Oh, all i got to say is after that Russia 2018 World Cup, love, peace, and hair grease. Thanks for joining me, peeps, for another episode, the World Cup Roundup episode of the Straight Shoot in View. Take it easy, peeps. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages. Hi, I'm John Sutton. Hello, I'm Rob Christian Carambeau. Welcome to your football and Fix. Pitch Talk. Pitch Talk. Pitch Talk. We've got football videos on YouTube, blogs, debates and discussion on Facebook and Twitter. Plus we do a podcast and so much more. It's we the people for the people. For our videos, including our interviews and special features, check out youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn Radio, and Spreaker, with older podcasts on mixcloud.com forward slash pitch talk. Join the football revolution because the pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep, and the pitch is where we talk. Join us on social media by searching for pitch talk.